You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. You know, I have every once in a while a guy who tells me, you know what, I want to meet an older woman or a cougar as they call it. And well, lo and behold, here we go. I have an interview today with someone who calls themselves Hella Cougar, who is a cougar herself and teaches men and helps women with meeting cougars and helping cougars meet younger gentlemen. And so we dive into this episode where I interview her and we talk about everything about strategy, where to meet, how to meet, is there a difference between meeting an older woman versus a younger woman? If so, what are those differences? We go into all of that. So we have a very interesting conversation. And even if you're not interested in meeting an older woman, I think at the very least, you're going to be entertained and maybe even learn a thing or two. So why don't we just dive into it today? Here is my interview with Hella Cougar. Check it out. All right. I am with Hella Cougar. How's it going? Hey, Trip. I'm great. How are you today? I'm fantastic. It is going to be fun interviewing you today and chatting with you because this is not a topic that I talk about. I mean, I, I know I have on the podcast for sure, but it's been a long time since I have. We're talking about this idea of cougars. So before we get into some fun stories, and I'm sure you got plenty of advice, how did you get into this? What do you do exactly? Tell us and give us your background. So as I was approaching 40, which was about 10 years ago, a little bit longer, I was in a relationship at the time, a long-term committed relationship. And I remember being in the mall back when we went to malls and shopped there and walking by the Abercrombie store. And I remember hesitating and looking in there and going, oh my gosh, like those guys are really, really hot. And I stopped myself and I just thought, where in the world did that come from? I couldn't believe that that had come over me. And I just joked with my girlfriend at the time. And I said, oh, man, I said, if I ever leave this situation, I'm going straight back to the mall, to the Abercrombie store. And so I don't know, maybe it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. But soon thereafter, I found myself single again. And although I did not go to the Abercrombie store, I did have my first experience with a young man who was 10 years younger than I was at about the age of 40. And then I hung it up for like a good 10 years. Then I found myself in a situation where I was with someone who was much, 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 much older than myself. And my best friend slash roommate is a gay man. And he just at one point said, you know what? Come on. Like, you know, you're not happy in this relationship. You need to get out. I see you still interested in younger guys. If you don't do a Tinder profile, I'm going to do one for you. And I was horrified at the thought of him creating one for me. And he kept bothering me and bothering me about it. And finally, I did it myself. So that is really how it started. I really um, started with Tinder and Bumble and started meeting younger guys on there and just basically having fun. And it's been about two and a half years now. And it's really become like this really fun lifestyle for me. It's just been a blast. And I've actually met some really amazing guys out of it over the last couple of years. There's some pretty cool people out there. Okay, interesting. So you do something with this. It's not just a personal thing. You you help women or do you also help men in terms of finding this type of relationship? So here's been the interesting thing, Trip, with this. I had the assumption when I went into this that it was going to be a pretty linear thing. Like I was going to go out and have fun with young guys and that would be it. 
like just frivolous fun, which was a stretch for me because I'm, I'm the type of person that I always have to have meaning and fulfillment and spirituality in my life. Like it, everything has to be something big. And this was just Patsy going out and pursuing something just because it was fun. But the craziest thing that happened was that it became anything but. It was you know, me pursuing what I loved and what was fun for me and where I was expressing. And it, and, and it just brought all these other things into my life, creativity, better relationships, just a, an expanded version of myself, more expressive in the world. And I just, what happened with that was I thought, you know what, I need to write a book about this, you know, really geared for women in terms of, you know, creating this life that you love. You piece together enough things that you love and suddenly you have a life you love. And that's the core message of what I like to teach and work with clients about. But then there's all this other funny stuff that happens along the way with these cougar stories, but they also relate back to universal themes. So whether anybody's, you know, married, they're single, they're universal things that apply to everyone. You know, I just kind of said like giving a dog a pill, you know, you wrap it in cheese. I like to distill spiritual wisdom by wrapping it in sex. Okay, interesting. Do you have guys that have ever hired you to help in terms of meeting older women? No, no. And and maybe I should be charging because I just give all of this information for free. Here we, and um, here we are again. You're going to do it again. I know. And you know what, Tripp? It's okay because I, I think there is so much to be had from a young man, um, you know, learning from an older woman and from that experience with an older woman that I just, at this stage in the game, I just, you know, I love just sharing this and encouraging this, you know, for older women and for younger men, because I just think it's just such a great mashup, at, you know, for certain points in your life. Why do you think it's so important? So I think that young people in general can benefit from an older person's experience and particularly sexual experience. I find that you know, I feel sorry for younger women because I can, <laughs> from the men that I've been with, I see what these gals are getting. And I just, I feel terrible about it. And I, I really do think that if young men are open to it, they can really learn how to be with a woman and how to please a woman and, and how, to, how to understand that that's important in a relationship. And that when they bring pleasure to a woman, it's pleasurable for them as well. I think that's the number one thing that younger men can learn. I think that younger guys can also benefit from a woman's maturity and from her experience in life. I mean, my conversations aren't just limited to, to you know, sex. Sometimes I'm an emotional support cougar. Sometimes, you know, they're running their business plan by me or they want, you know, advice on how to do something in their careers or they're at a stuck place in life. It sounds not like, just, a, like a mentorship almost. And it, you know, and it's funny because then when you bleed, blend sex in there, it just, you know, gets a little creepy for people or, and some people think that might be inappropriate, but it's just, I don't know. There's never any black and white in life. And, and I just think younger people in general can benefit from the experience of older people. Bottom line. Cool. Very cool. So why don't you tell some of your experiences with that? Oh, in what particular? Just the type of men that you've dated. Mm, okay. So, you know, my type, I, you know, one of the things I like about younger men is the level of fitness. So I practice yoga. I take immaculate care of my body. I am so much into health and wellness and am super careful about what I put in my body. And I typically find a lot of guys my age just have kind of given up on life. So one of the things I really look for in younger men is a fit physique. I'm really into guys who work out, who take care of their bodies and, um, you know, who just are very physically fit. 
also, you know, I love a sense of humor. I think it's great when younger guys have a sense of humor. I um, The older men don't have that? Here's my experience with older men. And I do not want to make a blanket statement because there are some awesome guys my age. And, you know, every now and again, you know, I might come across one that I'm like, yeah, wow, this is it. What happens, I think, to men in middle age, 30s, 40s, is they start getting very fixed in their lives. And there's something that happens with the energy field with that, where it just, it, you know, and the, and the responsibilities of life start to, to, to drape over a being. And it just kind of like, it starts to dim people's lights. I think one of the things I like about Younger Men Trip is that they have this intoxicating energy of a, a lifetime of possibility ahead of them. And it's, it's something that I actually, at my age, at 50, even though more than half of my life has been probably lived, that I try to emulate every day. That, you know, even though I might not live to see 120, that every day I want to wake up and live like I have endless possibilities ahead of me. And I think this is where people my age and in their 30s and 40s, you know, have an invitation to, to keep that type of energy going. Because I think the norm is to just get really heavy and stifled and stuck and, and just fall under this crushing weight of responsibility and expectation of, of where we end up in life, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Now, do you have other women your age that have similar experiences or feel the same way? A few. Do you mean um, like a few? Like, are you saying that like a lot or literally handful, a few? Handful of, of women, you know, like maybe I have divorced girlfriends and they're, you know, interested or curious in younger men. It, you know, it's something I really want to help promote is, is how much fun it can be for older women to go out and do this because, you know, especially if, let's say you're just coming out of, of a divorce and, you know, you've just been in this incredibly stuck situation for a long time. You know, maybe you don't feel good about yourself maybe you just don't even know where to start over again you don't know what you like like dating younger guys is just like this like low risk fun re-entry into discovering what you love again and it just can you know light you up and just you know having frivolous fun casual sex you know if that's what you want it, it can be incredibly liberating and you don't have to worry about entertaining someone else being responsible for someone else caretaking you know their feelings or anything like these guys are off living their own lives they've got their own friends they got their own thing and all you, you know, you just have your fun and it's like they're going off and doing their thing and you're doing your thing. And it's, it's, I think it's a great reentry in, into, you know, back into figuring out what you want in your life again, if you're coming out of a divorce. So now let's talk about if a, if a guy is interested in this, how would they go about doing this? What are the best practices? Like a younger guy? Yep. Okay. It's a multi-pronged approach. So I find like 99.9% .9 of the guys I find are off dating app, but I don't think that there are a lot of older women on the dating apps. And if, you know, well, older women looking for younger men on dating apps. So I always tell guys that it is a tool. It shouldn't be your only tool. It depends on the area you live in. You know, if you're out living in somewhere in the Midwest in a tiny little town or in the deep South, you know, you're not going to have a lot at your disposal with dating apps. I live in South Florida. You know, I, six million people live here. There are people coming in and out of my area all the time. It's, you know, it's a treasure trove for me. And again, there are fewer older women on dating apps um, than there are the younger guys, right? So that's one prong. The other prong, of course, is in real life. So Pilates studios, yoga studios, gyms. I, I laugh and I say, you know, that old person's wine bar in your town that the old, you know, the old ladies hang out with. Um, you know, grocery stores, like you go to freaking Target and go to the sheet section and find, you know, an attractive older woman and ask her what kind of sheets she recommends, you know, like these kinds of things, coffee shops, dog parks, places where you, where you know that you, you could find an older woman. 
is there anything that you that you recommend that people talk about or say or conversation topics that should be said for this specific situation? So here's the thing about shooting your shot with an older woman trip is you I, my theory on this is you've got nothing to lose. So several things can happen here. Either you go up, shoot your shot, and she's like, no, I'm not interested in a younger man, uh, you know, or I'm, I'm with, I'm, I'm a lesbian, I'm with a woman, um, I'm not interested in you, you know, she's married, she's not available, you know, whatever her response is, she's going to walk away from that being flattered. And I know the guys are like, well, that doesn't help me at all. But, you know, in terms of risk, and shooting your shot, it's probably like one of the lowest risk opportunities that a guy can take on, you know, because you're just going out there, you're just shooting your shot, and then whatever happens, happens, you know, whereas I think a lot of times guys shooting their shot with women their age, especially younger guys, you know, sometimes there there's a fear that the girls are going to go back and, you know, shame them or talk about them or make fun of them. And older women aren't going to do that. They're just going to be flattered as hell. What about first dates? I find very few young men actually willing to meet an older woman in public for coffee or a date or dinner. They are very, I think they're very embarrassed or self-conscious about being seen with an older woman. I think some of it depends on the guy's age. So, you know, again, college guys or guys in their early 20s, I think are going to be much more shy and reticent to meet a woman you know, on a date than let's say a guy in his late 20s or early 30s. This is something guys just need to get over. I mean, it's just ridiculous how funny they are about it. You know, coffee dates are great. Going out for, for drinks, you know, great. Dinner, great. I, 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 you know, trying to hide it is just not going to be a good idea. Yeah. Or this, here's what's tough is, you know, they just think that, you know, they're going to come over and, and basically come to your house and have sex with you. And you know what? Sometimes that happens, but I really love to get to know the person that I'm going to be intimate with. You know, I love to know who people are at their core. I love to share, you know, to create that connection. Right. I mean, that, that's why we date. At least that's why I like to date or, or, or be with people. It's, it's that human connection, right? Yeah, but they get really funny about it. So, you know, I've had some guys just end up like literally standing me up because they just chicken out. Um, you know, when I've reached out to or when they've reached out to me after that and I'm just like, hey, be honest with me. What happened? And they're just, oh, you know, I was just afraid that I would be seen and, you know, somebody would see me that I know. And so they're just funny about it and they need to get over it. But in terms of, you know, going up to a woman and 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 making that that connection, you know, it's I think it's so much about what you teach, just, you know, being relevant contextual and respectful. You know, if you're in the grocery store, you know, talk about what's on the shelf or in the, in the refrigerated section or in the cart, you know, like what's right there that you can bring up that you can create some commonality with. And basically what I say to guys is at the end of the day, men, women, you don't have to change your way of approaching an attraction for anyone who's specifically younger or older or has kids, or doesn't have kids, you know, even guys who are like, well, I'm short, is there anything I need to do differently? No, it all still plays the same rules. And you're not going to treat it too much differently than you would if it was in another situation or in an opposite situation, or if you are going for a person who lives here, or they're this ethnicity, it's like, oh, should I do anything different? Because they're this race, and I'm this race. No, it's all the same. It really boils down to men women, the nature of both, and how attraction works. That's what I say. What do you think? I thank you for saying that. You are 100% 
right. I get so many questions about like, you know, how, what do I say? How do I approach? And, you know, or what's, you know, what is sex like with an older woman? And I just, it's all the same. The parts are the same if you're talking about sex. And yeah, the approach is the same. It's, it's the same kind of conversation. It, you know, we want to talk about the same things for the most part, or, you know, interact with you the same way that, that someone your own age would. Absolutely true. I like it. I like it. Very cool. Okay. So now that I've said that, I guess this episode doesn't even matter anymore because there's no sp specific thing you have to do for a cougar. It's all the same. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, what, what else? What else do you have to say? What else or what are the questions you get from guys and, and women on this topic? Yeah, I, I think the most common ones are some of the things we've talked about, you know, like where you meet one. And then, you know, what, what do you say and, you know, or, or how to close the deal and, you know, and so the, how to close the deal or, you know, how to, how to, how, I guess the end game there for most guys is to, you know, actually have a sexual interaction with an older woman. And, you know, in my experience, a lot of times I'm taking the reins on that. I like a guy to lead in bed. You know, I, I do like that aspect, but I'm also with my experience, I'm also jumping in. And I'm going to take over at certain points in that sexual interaction with a younger man. And I will guide and I will teach <laughs> and I will direct if need be. Sometimes I think they're more open to it than not. But yeah, it's, I, you know, I definitely like taking the lead at some point in that interaction. And I think sometimes they hesitate in, in, you know, is this, you know, does she want to actually do, do we want to move towards sex here? Or is this just going to be like, we just met for coffee and, and that's done. But I also don't mind if a guy makes a move on me too, but I will definitely take matters into my own hands if I need to do that. And I think that's another great thing about older women just taking charge. And you know, I think I hear a lot of younger guys say, that's one of the things they like about older women is that they know what they want and they're just going to go ahead and make that happen. Yeah, I think that one of the attraction for being with someone who's an older woman is kind of some of that almost dominance that some men might be attracted to in a woman, mm -hmm. you know, her kind of taking the lead a little bit because she's older and because she, you know, would do that. That's kind of how the dynamic is between cougar and cub. Is that we would say cougar and cub? I call them cubbies, but Trip, you know, some guys don't like that. <laughs> they don't like the word cub. So sometimes I use younger man. We'll just stick with that. But yes, <laughs> cougar and younger man. Some guys are into that, which is why I wanted to do this episode for guys who are interested in seeking that out or feel that that is something. But I, w I also say be careful there because I still feel, again, back to female nature, you can't go too far with that because a woman still does like to be submissive to mm -hmm. a dominant man. And I feel that that still is something that a woman's going to want, even if she's older. Would you think yes. that too? Yeah, I do. I do. Yes, very much. And, and it, it does take some conversation and communication around. And sometimes I will just directly say to a guy, you know, what's your expectation here? Are you expecting me to just take over and, and drive this entire um, interaction because I'm an older woman? Or do you also want to assert, you know, yourself as a guy and have some dominance and, and some, um, you know, them taking charge as well. And I will actually have that conversation because I like to know what that expectation is and, and how we need to navigate that in, in experience together. With that being said, what are some turnoffs that you've experienced with younger men? <laughs> 
Oh, that's a funny one. Well, let's see. I recently had a young man in my bed drinking a beer with one hand and vaping with the other. So I'd say that's kind of a turn off. <laughs> it was also pretty funny. And man, I'm in a lot of this for the entertainment. So Wait, what, um, what, what was funny about that to you? I, you know what? Trip for me as a 50 year old woman to be, I, you know, I can get outside of my body sometimes. And I just, for me as a 50 year old woman to be in my bed with this like really hot younger guy. And literally he's in there with like, like I said, one hand a beer and the other hand a vape. I just, I, that is just hysterical to me. I really, like it's cliche. It is. And it's just like, you know, it's one of those things like, how did I get here? Like of all the cho life choices I could have, how did I end up here in this moment with this guy? And um, I find that highly entertaining. But let me tell you, 99% of cougars probably would not put up with that. And I probably do again for the sheer entertainment value. But you know, the other big thing that will close an interaction down for me immediately, especially in those early phases when you're texting and messaging and and that kind of a thing is a lack of respect. That to me, you know, uh, here's what does, the that, what does that look like? Okay, so it is, um, you know, it, it might be the very first line in a Tinder message like, do you want a F-U-C-K? You know, like the very first thing out of the gate. Um, or when they just start getting sexual right away and, and there's just no other interaction going on. Or, um, you know, if they're in Instagram and they send me a dick pic right away, you know, without my consent, without asking me, that is a huge turnoff. I can't stand that. I, I really have no tolerance for that. And, um, you know, it's something too that I try to get the message across in my videos and in my teaching is that's not right for anybody of any age too, you know, any girl. You just shouldn't be sending those things without someone's consent. I think those are the biggest turnoffs for me, you know, and oh, here's another one. When, when guys are too clingy or needy and they, and they message me and maybe I haven't gotten back to them or I just know I'm not interested and maybe I'm not responding and they'll come back day after day after week after, you know, message after message with this clingy energy in my space. And I, I just, that, that's just not attractive to me. I, I really, you know, that's uncomfortable for me. I don't like that either. Another big turnoff. This is, this is actually perfect. You're, how old are you? 50? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just, last episode, interviewed a 23-year-old, and she said the same thing. It's not like a woman gets older, and then all of a sudden, that's not what she cares about anymore. It's not like a 23-year-old right. versus a 50-year-old that one of them is going to like it more direct and send the F-U-C-K, as you said, right? It doesn't matter. It's You still got to play by the rules of attraction is still coming up as the theme here is what we're talking about. Yeah, and respect. It, it's it's respect for another human being, you know, in, in, in my opinion. It's like the, the Gen Z handshake is now like literally a dick pic. You know, I mean, you're like, you're not walking into a job interview and, you know, introducing yourself to somebody, you know, with your pants open and your thing hanging out. But I feel that that's how guys are introducing themselves to women these days, right? I mean, that's what I've been hearing. I'm curious who it's worked for. It had to, it Dude, had to have worked know. sometime because mostly it doesn't. We know that mostly it doesn't, but there's got to be that, that, like a handful, like a 0.0001% of the guys who have actually sent a dick pic where the girl was like, mm, I'm into that, you know, and yeah. sent something back and then they met up. But of course, 99.999% of the time it does not work. But uh, people still seem to do it. I don't know if those good guys who do that are very right in the head. I'll just put it that way. And I, I, mean, I still have met some of those guys. And, and here's where I think a lot of this is coming from. Sex education for men 
consists of Pornhub. And this is doing men and women a huge disservice. And not that I don't think porn uh, doesn't have a place, because I do think it does. Um, you know, I've enjoyed it with boys, the guys that I've dated, you know, over the years. I think it has its time and place. But when it is your only viewpoint in the world of what sex is and what women want, it, it is an epic fail. And so, you know, especially like with cougars and older women, these guys have a certain viewpoint and, um, you know, they just have this stereotype of what a cougar is and how she operates and what she wants. So they're thinking, you know, oh my gosh, yeah, look at all those pornos. And like, she's just like dying for that guy, you know, just like she can't get enough of, of his male member and, you know, the things she's going to do for this. And her pleasure is not important at all. She doesn't care because she's just thrilled to be with this guy and doing everything. You know, I, I say I like, treating him like a Swiss army knife and, you know, working all of his attachments, you know, and it, and it just, you know, it's something that I, I battle literally every single day in, in trying to tell guys like, no, that that's, that's not what an older woman is always about, you know, and that's not what women are always about. That's not always what women want. So porn has just created, I, I think, this atmosphere for why, for guys and why they think they can just send that stuff because they literally think that women are sitting around all day just waiting for that kind of thing to come through and that they're going to be thrilled with it. Yep, that's true. We just know that that is just not the case and it does not work that way. So you got to no. be very careful with understanding that pornography is made for men in such a way to cater to their fantasies and it's just not real life. Yeah, maybe you'll find something there that you might be like, oh, I never you know, seen that move before and potentially you can bring that into the bedroom and maybe there's some things you can find that'll be interesting, but mm -hmm. it's not how, how it actually looks and works. So no, it's, it's, yeah. And it's just really incredible how it's so prevalent. And, you know, the other thing I found uh, trip too is a, a lot of these younger guys have been desensitized from watching porn. So, you know, they'll end up, you know, two things can happen. I, you know, in an encounter with a younger man, when I encounter ED, erectile dysfunction, either A, they're super nervous, right? Which I get, I, I totally get that. And I always say the biggest antidote to that is just admit it, just talk about it, let's laugh about it. Just be honest that you're nervous. Like I love when guys are just like, yeah, I'm totally nervous. And then we can, we can move from there. So nervousness can create that and then Again, this desensitization that happens around porn, where I've literally had guys in bed with me who are like, oh man, like I, it's, they need to watch porn while they're in bed with me in order to be able to have something happen. Whoa, really? Yeah, really. Honest to God, it, it, it is the porn thing. The other interesting thing is, and I talk, I, I talk about all of this stuff with younger guys, and some guys have shared with me that, yes, absolutely that's the case, and they've actually made a decision to stop watching porn, and that completely improved their ability, you know, to uh, function in the bedroom when they, st when they stopped being so desensitized to it and could kind of regain their connection to their body again without having some external stimuli, you know, in the form of porn. Man, okay, what else? What other things would you like to tell the guys who are listening in terms of these cougar younger men relationships? You know, th there's a whole spectrum of, you know, so you're using the word relationship. And like for me, it's, it's really just been a series of one night stands. And then some, I've had some repeats. I have not found a situation yet, and not that I'm really even looking for it, where there's been a young man where I would say either, either he would be interested in quote unquote dating or I would be interested in, in moving something along. I mean, I, I would say there have been a couple of situations where I've caught feels, but I'm really careful about that because I just don't know how realistic that is. 
Now, there are other women, older women and younger men that I know of that actually decide that they want to go into a relationship. So there's there's a whole range, I think, of what younger men and older women are looking for and how they can uh, come together and you know, satisfy those needs. I think I'm probably on one of the end of the spectrum and other other people would be on the on another end where they would want, you know, more consistent companionship and heck, maybe even get married and, you know, whatever life brings. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Everything also just boils down to what is it that you're looking for? What do you want? And how do you make that happen? And where do you think if we had to say would be the first step for guys that they wanted to find a cougar? Like what's just the first thing that they should do? I would say, you know, I think the easiest just toe in the water is always a dating app. You know, just just to see profiles, see what's out there, just get a feel for what's out there uh, and, and, and how, how that whole world works. Apps like Hinge, Tinder, Bumble. You know, I, a lot of times I tell guys, you know, maybe even try Match because I think on Match, you can actually message someone without them matching with you. So you can be a younger guy messaging an older woman and just putting it out there. You know, she might not even have thought about the possibility of being with a younger man and you might help trigger that thought process. Yeah, there you are. You just come along and you never know. You never know. And, and actually, that that's a strategy too. For, for the guys who are sincerely interested in older women and not just like a bucket list item, okay? This is for guys who are really interested in older women, are interested in respecting older women, are interested in possibly going out for a coffee date or a dinner date or a wine date. You know, for those types of guys who, who are in it for more than the one night stand, I, you know, a guy told me once that he actually would adjust his own age in his dating app to be a little bit older so that he would catch women looking for a certain age range. And he was very successful with that because he was sincere about it. You know, because a lot of these older women too, Trip, don't identify themselves as being cougars. They wouldn't even necessarily know that they were interested in a younger man, but they might see a profile and the guy looks interesting and attractive. And then she, you know, goes to match with him. And, you know, he can even put, you know, even in the body of his profile, his his actual age. I think that that would be an honorable thing to do. So you're not outright lying and manipulating. And you're going to be open about that strategy. But I think that can also help younger guys meet some older women. So I just say, you know, start with the dating app and then start using the principles that you talk about, you know, in, in, do you call it the cold approach? Is it the cold approach? What do you call it? Yeah. Cold approaching. The cold approach, you know, in the grocery store, at Target, at Walmart, you know, at, at the wine bar, at the wine bar. It's, it's, it, it like you were saying earlier, you know, it, it's the same exact principle. Hella Cougar. This was interesting. It was fun. <laughs> it was great to talk to you and hear about the different side of, of dating, so to speak. But then we kind of found out halfway through that it's really not so different after all. If guys want to find you, want to connect with you, where can they do that? All of my social handles are simply at Hella Cougar. Okay. We'll put that in the show notes. Guys can check you out, follow you there. Thank you so much for being here and doing this. And I'm glad that we connected and we're able to do an episode and talk about some of the stuff. So thank you very much. Well, thank you, Tripp. And thank you for putting the great stuff that you're putting out into the world, too. I think you give some great advice. And I am always recommending guys to you. Well, thank you. I, I very much appreciate that. Guys, check her out. See what she's up to. And hello, Cougar. Thanks again. All right. Take care.